Good morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a daily podcast where we talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Beans. I am joined by Clintus Maximus. It is episode number four, 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 January 25th. Lots of fours today. Good morning, sir. That's my number. That is my number right there, four. (laughs) Four, four, four. Not four. that many fours. Four. I mean, that, that wouldn't many... fit on the back of the football jersey or the baseball jersey or the basketball yeah. jersey. But nice. the old four, number four. Man. Well, it must be your day. It's my day. it's my day without headphones. <laughs> Does it sound horrible? Doesn't sound found... doesn't sound awful. Yeah. Uh, not quite as close. You don't sound as near as normal. Kind of like we're on speakerphone, which we, we are. are. We are. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sometimes we do that. We leave our headphones. I, I have a backup pair in in my office here at school just for that very purpose that sometimes nice. <laughs> I forget the ear earpods, the earbuds, whatever they're called. Uh, you know, because they have to be charged and sometimes you have to take them home and charge them up and right. and uh, yeah, at at yeah. times they stay on the charger and I get to get to work and realize ah Better pull out the backups. Today, well, I wish so. I could wear my earpods, whatever they are, earbuds. I don't. I mean, I'm re- I'm really dumb when it comes to Apple products names because I think they're probably too simple. But then I confuse them because they're so simple. Yeah. Uh, I don't even. I I got a hand me down set because my kids have had like four sets of these things. They're like five hundred uh-huh. bucks a piece. I don't a know. Few, how they seem play. like it, right? Yeah. 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 The like grandparents give them to them for Christmas or whatever, and so I get the hand me down set. And when we tried it, it echoed. So, bummer. Yeah. 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 Must need the new version. Maybe. Maybe. So this or, is or, maybe or, or if you're getting hand-me-downs, don't you usually just get one? <laughs> nice. Real nice. I think only one worked of one of them. But yeah. I, I got it. That one fixed. But, hey, how do you like this fog this morning? Interesting. It, it, it is. And it literally started at U Avenue. Oh wow! It's a Redmond thing. It's a it's a total Redmond wow. thing because there was not a trace of fog anywhere until until I turned off of Highway ninety seven wow. and uh, made my uh, migration to the school. So yeah, and it got and it got worse the closer I got to school. Yeah, it's really really thick. I've driven in fog. I don't know. We don't get fog around here very much. We we don't. Uh, for those yeah, for those not in that not not familiar with the area, we don't have a lot of moisture here. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, so it's hard for fog to form when there's not a lot of moisture around. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's weird. I've driven in fog probably twenty, thirty times in my life, and this is some of the thickest fog I've ever been in. So, like you know, coming up by the school here, I can't even see the stop sign, which is very fascinating. Look at that! Yeah, I'm, I'm opening up my blinds right now to take a look out. And oh wait, we yep. might see each other. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it's it's pretty thick. Not uh, I grew up on the other side of the hill where the bit of moisture and yep. uh, fog is a normal, normal thing. When you say 30, 30 times in your life, I would say 30 times in a month sometimes over oh, wow. there. You can you can drive in the fog wow. because, uh, yeah, it's a big thing, especially, you know, you get to the coast and, and you know, wherever there's moisture, there's going to be. Uh, fog during the winter time and and uh yeah this is uh this is nothing compared well you and you've watched some of the civil war games between if we can call oh yeah uh, oh yeah civil war games between the ducks and the beavers where you cannot see (laughs) the players on the field uh, because the cameras can't get close enough to 
you know, so that's the kind of fog they get over uh, over on the other side of the hill. So, which is which is rad. Now, have you seen the movie The Fog? I have not seen the movie The Fog. Gosh, I'm waiting for the day when I say, "Have okay, have you seen Star Wars?" <laughs> yes, I've seen Star Wars. <laughs> okay, okay, good. All right, all right. I'm waiting for the day when I can name some of them. And you've seen it, so um, I've so actually the movie seen, The Fog yeah. is really crazy. It's it's fun. It's amazing. It's like an alien movie because. The guy, I think it's a Stephen King movie or based on a Stephen I, King movie. I believe so. I believe it is a Stephen King movie. But it's it's people in the fog and, uh, you know, all of a sudden, basically these weird flying monsters just attack you out of the fog. And so, you know, this morning uh, coming out and starting the truck, I was like, oh, I'm glad that that's not real. That's cool. <laughs> Looking over your shoulder for uh, weird <laughs> flying monsters. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, a, it's a really sad movie. Uh, I will not ruin the ending, but it is in the top. I think five worst endings of movies all time. Ooh. All time. Ooh. Like one of the, yeah, probably one of the worst. Sounds endings. like a real upper. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, leaves a lot to be desired, but, uh, it's, you know, kind of one of those, is this the end of the world thing, you know? So it's pretty cool. It's a fun movie. Uh, right. till the end. <laughs> old. It's old. It's an old movie though. It, it was quite a while ago, right? Yeah. I want to say <laughs> maybe early two thousands, if that's considered oh. old. Okay. I was thinking it's even been... older than that, but well, there but, probably uh, is an original yeah, Hitchcock maybe. or something. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stephen King copies Hitchcock, and somebody else copies Stephen King. And did I tell you know. about the time I saw Stephen King in real life? No. True story when we went to the Red Sox game, actually, because he's nice. a huge Red Sox fan. He always yes, has he is. down the first baseline or whatever. And uh, our seats were probably, I don't know, 15 rows behind him, if that, maybe 10 rows behind him. Nice. And he wears this weird, like, kind of Indiana Jones style hat, sort of, if I can call it that. And uh, his black leather jacket, kind of a weirdo, but that's his thing, obviously. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's at every Red Sox home game, I guess. And we were sitting there, and my sister was. You uh, must have had pretty good seats fun. if you were fifteen rows behind him. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we were literally <laughs> like fifteen rows off of the first baseline, like right Ooh. there. Uh, it was it was awesome. Of course, my my amazing wife Jess celebrated uh, my thirtieth birthday by surprising me with a trip to Fenway. So nice. That was Fenway awesome. On that the was thir- Fenway on the thirtieth, uh, Seahawk game on the fortieth. Yeah. Uh oh. What's coming? What's, what's coming for the fiftieth, Queen Jess? Man, you better start planning that bad boy now. Man, well, how things are headed? Uh, we signed papers on our house last night, so uh, we're probably going to be somewhere in the Midwest. So it's a done deal. It's yeah. A done so deal. maybe the Bengals. Maybe I'm going to become a Bengals fan. Ah, uh, yeah. If you're, I know, uh, I'm already a Bengals fan. By the way, starting yes. now. Yes, you are. You're all on board. You have been on board. This is not. Uh, this is not something new. You are. You, yeah. You've been with them from the start. So. Well, you know what's uh, weird we'll is I've been a Bengals fan of their uniform since I was a child. Yeah. Even in the '80s, uh, watching the games. Of course, you know the '88 game and all that. But watching, you know, because when we were young, we've talked about this before. You can only watch certain football games. Well, we did get to watch that Super Bowl with the 49ers yeah. and the Bengals. And when I saw the Bengals uniforms for the first time in real life in 88, I would have been nine years old. So uh, I thought, whoa, they're like tigers. That's amazing. (laughs) And ever since then, I've just thought that was cool. And I was an orange fan growing up. And so, yeah, I've kind of been like a fan of a part of the Bengals. Obviously, I'm not a fan of their ownership and some of their decisions over the years. But, um, yeah, it's kind of funny to think now like, hey. They're actually good now again. <laughs> the icky shuffle. 
Yeah, there we go. Dickie Shuffle. Chris Collinsworth was a receiver rather than a uh, announcer back then. And then, uh, yeah, Ken Anderson. Yuck. They beat the Chargers uh, in in the playoffs back in those days, and I yeah really didn't. Or was that Boomer Esiason? That was Boomer. It? Yeah, Boomer. Boomer. Okay, Ken yep. Ken Anderson was prior to that. I just remember the the pain and suffering of the Chargers. Uh, went back to Cincinnati and had to play when it was like minus 30 or something like that. And I just yeah. remember uh, thinking about the injustice of it all, that that's not fair that a, a San Diego based team should ever have to <laughs> endure something like that. And it, it didn't turn out <laughs> yeah. very well. So that you know what? on that, no. on that note, uh, and of course, and of course I'm not going to get political with this. I'm going to start with that. This has nothing at all. Okay. What I'm about to say has nothing at all to do with <laughs> the political stance of these TV stations. But something has been really, really like pressing on me lately lately when I'm watching the broadcasts between the different channels. Okay. Uh Now we have NBC, which I absolutely love uh, Collinsworth and Michaels. Okay. I think Al Michaels is the, like one of the greatest announcers. The voice of everything. Right. Right. I I mean, I just, to me, it's football because that's all I watch with that. He announces football. Um, Absolutely love him. Now, Joe Buck, of course, and Fox, I absolutely love the Fox crew. They have fun. They screw around and they make it like kind of a joke, which I kind of like. I mean, at mm-hmm. some level, because I take football way too seriously, which yeah. is part of my flaws. We, 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 could, we, we, could t- we could use to lighten up a little bit when it comes to football. Right. Couldn't we? <laughs> right. It's true. It's true. But the CBS broadcast, okay, when I'm watching the CBS broadcast and you have so Tony Sims. Tony Romo and, and no 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 oh, sorry. The, so, the, studio sorry. So the studio crew the studio guys. crew yeah. okay the studio guys so I love Tony Romo by the way I think Tony Romo is the best thing and only good thing going CBS has right now the g- other guys Phil Sims Boomer Esiason are as plain Jane and boring of announcers as I think there is in any sport uh, these guys the CBS crew is like when I watch it they're so serious and kind of like not snarky but they're just like pretentious kind of about football even though they played and I, I get it those guys can have chips on their shoulders especially those two right yep but but i i get it and i just i'm like man like cbs needs to really change it up they need to make it more entertaining and fun they're very like whiteboard drawing board kind of style of boring i like and i like nate burleson a lot better Me when he's too. on nickelodeon me too. Nate Burleson's a great <laughs> character, right? He's a, he's a, he's a great guy. And you watch like good morning football. If, yeah. if you could take good morning football and just replace all of CBS with that, I think CBS would be through the roof with their ratings, with their oh, fan yeah. engagement and everything. Yep. I was just watching it. Like Tony Romo is hilarious and fun. And he's kind of like the oddball of the whole group because he's actually laughing and joking the whole time. Even Jim Nance is like, Oh geez, what's Romo going to say? Romo, <laughs> yeah, here he goes again. <laughs> but I love that. I mean, yeah. it's it's fun, and and these are football players, and I think they're not as bad as baseball players, but I think football players are kind of screw around guys to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball players are freaking weirdos. Okay? Major and I know, screw around guys. There, but the problem is, baseball guys have too much time on their hands. Right? They absolutely do. It's all screw around time. Yes, <laughs> they don't even have to work hard, right? They no. just have some talent. They go out and play the game. They can work out if they want or there, not. There's there's an, an inordinate amount of time spent in the dugout, and that that mm-hmm. just leads to mischief and mayhem and all kinds Shit of things. <laughs> So anyway, so when I'm watching this, and we're going to get to see it this weekend, just check out what I'm seeing. 
the halftime show for CBS, you can literally walk away from. There's nothing there that you didn't already see in the game. Yep. Um, there, and, it, and I don't really want more, like, graphics or more, like, information, not even really any more jokes. It's just the personalities are just so blah. I mean, they yep. wear these blue suits that are blah. They're just boring across don't, the board. Don't take yourself so stinking seriously. And and it's yeah. it, it is it's bookend bookended by by Sims and Esiason on yeah. on each side. And and it was funny that you had mentioned this because I happen to have the pregame show and I never ever watch right. those pregame right. shows. I usually watch Fantasy Focus uh, with you know Matthew Barry and Field Yates mm-hmm. and those guys during the regular season. Right, but there's none of that to, to deal with now because fantasy's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're forced to watch these pregame shows. And I was I had it on the other day, and my wife was like, "What is with the two dudes on the outside?" Yeah, yeah, they look fake. They do. They, they're they, so boring. They, their hair boring. is is like uh, glued into place, and yep. and they, and yeah. Well, in Cower, if you think about it, Coach Cower is like in the middle, right? Yeah, and he is right next guy. to Burleson. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So you have Burleson. So that's cool. He's uh, I mean, they're all ex players, but he Burleson's the most recent ex player and he retired, what, 10 years ago, Um, maybe more. I don't know. But Coach Cower is awesome. But you get these moments of him actually being a coach where I'm like, wait, I would like more of him being a pissed off yeah. old coach. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. um, you you know you Crabby get that old sometimes man. from Jimmy yeah. Johnson, right? <laughs> you get that sometimes yeah. like where he's like, actually, I'm serious right now, you know. So yeah. <laughs> I would love to see more of that if you got to keep Cower. But I mean, I know that there's a million personalities in the world, and there's a ton of new talent like coming into broadcasting from the NFL. I mean, you have Akib Talib, and you have uh, Greg Olson, or two of the most recent. Mm-hmm. And I just think like, hey. Greg Olson's new and he's a little nervous. You can still tell because this is his first season that, that we just had. But like, you need some guys in there that are going to have fun and move around and not just wear boring suits. Maybe. Yeah, I'd be curious. Yeah. Uh, I'd be curious on ratings. Oh yeah, I know. where I, they I fall. <clears throat> what you know? Because there's you have ESPN has a pregame show going on same time as CBS has a pregame show at the yeah. same time that Fox has a pregame show. Uh, everybody's doing their thing at the same time they can't there's no way they all have the same ratings no no not at all I mean obviously you have I mean Fox is a good example now I'm not a huge Bradshaw Strahan Howie Long fan I grew up watching those two of those guys not Bradshaw obviously but they're so fun and they're screwing around and they add Jay Glazer on there with his information and they're literally just making fun of each other like being like a fraternity the whole time and to be honest, I think that like really echoes more of how a football fan is than a football fan is like a stock trader. You know, a football yeah. fan is not usually this guy who's like, I just want the information. I don't want to have any fun. <laughs> like, you know, football's a game, by the way. Yeah. It's a yeah. game. Yeah. A child's <laughs> so, game. Child's game, right? Yeah. So the ratings would be interesting to see. I would bet Fox is the king, of course. But I would also, think so. Yeah. And it opened my eyes about the Madden thing, that CBS was the king. And Madden went to Fox, and now Fox is the king. I would say, like, didn't CBS go, hey, we had a good thing going. Let's just recreate it or do something a little different, you know? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? And, they, and, and really, it comes down to the personalities, Yeah, I think, <clears throat> more than anything, uh, you know, as far as that. That's what sells your product is, is you know, somebody somebody that might be a little more edgy, a little more. Yeah. And, and maybe that's just whatever research 
may show them that the, that's not what the, the audience wants or whatever. And maybe we aren't, we aren't speaking for everybody. <laughs> yeah, right, but, so. but yeah, but, right. I mean, we with, in today's technology, you, I have more stats at my fingertips than those guys will ever tell me on their pregame shows. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's neat that they can talk about these stats. And they can talk about the workouts of the week of the guys doing their thing or whatever. We already have all that. So maybe cancel that and just talk about, the game and the atmosphere and it was cool i liked when they ran the cameras out on the field when derrick henry came out on the field for the titans game yeah that was rad because the crowd went nuts and i realized that derrick henry is like three inches taller than every other human being in the stadium (laughs) which is crazy i mean to think as a running back he's only three inches only three inches i watched the video you sent me of him in high school and it seemed like a lot more than three inches yeah, well, he grew it all back then before that everyone was, else. That was Sasquatch. So amazing. So amazing. But, yeah, I just – I think that that's cool. I love the atmosphere of the stadiums. I love when they show, like, in the crowd and all that stuff because that makes us feel like we're part of that, which we want to be, you know. Yes. But crazy. I don't know. Anyway, that's my rant about the uh, news broadcast this morning. There you go. Well, on episode gonna, 444 we're gonna make it yeah we're gonna make it through another one i i had the tight ends dialed up again and we're gonna oh, make it through another one without the tight ends because we're, we yeah, we're too Come far on. in i did want to bring something up uh that i totally missed yesterday totally forgot to bring up and it happened in the kansas city buffalo game and it happened late and nothing happened as a result of it but Tyreek Hill as he went into the end zone and this has been a focus a major focus of the NFL and it's the taunting uh why was that not flagged he's he's wagging his finger wagging his finger at at the defenders as he's running into the end zone and nothing was said or done about I do believe that the announcers mentioned it yeah during the game but but uh, all of a sudden you know, the rules change. Well, I would to... say it's the energy of the moment uh, and break. Like, I don't think that any penalty. I mean, it's stupid because in today's NFL, the, the best penalty you can have is a personal foul on a touchdown. Yeah. And then the kickoff just goes through the end zone. Yeah. Like, I hate to tell you, it should be after the kickoff. You know, it should be yeah, like if you really wanted it to sting, yeah, <laughs> right. You know, it should be worse. We're going to let them kick off through the end zone, and then we're going to give 15 more yards to the 25 that we were already giving them because they kicked it through the end zone. And, right, and and it's I'm not, not I'm not advocating for that it should have been a flag uh, because right. I don't I think that there should be more taunting and there should be more fun yep, in too. the game. Uh, but I'm just saying as far as consistency goes, it has been a focus, um, too big of a focus all yes. year long where there have been many dumb penalties called uh, yes. because of what was deemed as taunting that may have or may not have been. But I just thought it was odd that in that moment with a, a gazillion people watching right then uh, that he did something that was probably worse than, you know, three quarters of the calls that were made this year for right. taunting. And uh, nothing was called. Now, now on the on the other side of it, had that actually been called, and the Chiefs would have been penalized on the kickoff, uh, Buffalo actually would have scored faster. <laughs> so there would have yeah. been more than thirteen seconds left on the clock. <laughs> so you're saying Buffalo would have had a chance to score again? After again, maybe. Yeah, seconds. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I also saw a taunting, and I don't remember. I don't know if it was in that game or if it was in. Uh, the earlier game on Sunday, but w- there was like a sack or a tackle on the sidelines and the the defensive player 
went in toward the stands and was like, yeah, yeah, and beating his chest and all that. But he was on the other team's sideline, and they uh-huh. pushed him I, I, I remember seeing that as well. And yeah. I thought, wait, isn't that huh. also like a, a something? But now, now on the flip side of all of this, wasn't there a rule in college football that if you taunted as you were going, like you're high-stepping toward the end zone, that the play got called back? Was this not like a few years ago that in college football, I know for sure there were plays that guys would break open, be gone, and they would start dancing into the end zone and the play would get called back. I don't, re- I don't recall that, but that uh, certainly is possible. I think that that was, and they realized like, this is stupid. We can't Bad idea. because that's a legit play. <laughs> you know, it's Bad a real idea. play. The dude has it like, it was a yeah. breakaway play. But I, I also think you, ha- you, you have to either penalize the play, this whole – penalty for later is kind of frustrating to me yeah because it obviously doesn't matter it it it, oh oh the other one too sorry here's the other one uh eric weddle yes hits hits, uh mike Mike evans Evans face mask yep Uh after the ball hit the ground now i agree by a fraction of a millisecond the ball hit hit the ground right? right now i'm absolutely fine with how it all worked out okay but but that was a to me very questionable call like that was like maybe Weddle was supposed to hit him earlier so that the Rams would have, or the Bucks would have another chance. I saw that as a totally pointless, weird penalty. Eric Weddle has been in the league forever. Yeah. He knows not to do that. Number one. And the ball was already not there. So it was just double weird to me, that whole scenario. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, you get the penalty after that play, which was a fourth down play. Yeah. I've never seen, I've never seen that scenario happen in the NFL. No, and it was uh, you want to talk about a critical time for that yeah. to happen as well, and it, it kind of, to me, it almost felt like you're saying, "Man, eh, you know, you really shouldn't hit him in the head, but it's okay this time." Right, right. You know, we'll, yeah, we'll, I only, agree. we'll we'll only partially penalize you. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna really make it sting, but we're gonna, you know, we'll yeah. give you a little bit of 15 yards here against your offense, but uh, yeah, we won't we won't uh, let. Tampa Bay keep the ball because you know because the ball hit the ground the the ball hit the ground a millisecond before you hit him in the face and that is weird that we know (laughs) the play's over like we know the play is over because the ball hits the ground that was fourth down you turned over the ball right like it's it's not like the kid goes to It's like, like the kid still because he got caught, caught, but he put it back, back and, and you're not penalizing him. You're penalizing the cookie jar. It doesn't really have anything to do yeah. with the bad play. And you and you, you get to eat half of it. You get to eat half of it before you put it back. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. I mean, <laughs> now, I, I mean, I do have. I can see this play on both sides. Absolutely. Um, I can. I definitely agree with the call that was made on the field because that is the right call. But in the whole ethics of football. Um, the defense, defense literally didn't get penalized at all for anything. anything. Yeah, I mean, it's it, – yeah, it, to me, I, I didn't agree with the way – I mean, by the by the rules of the – by the you know, the way the rules are written, it, you know, it was called correctly, but I don't agree right. at all that it should – I mean, what if what if Evans is concussed? Yeah, and exactly. And has gone for the rest of the game, and it right. takes him out of the long bomb that he hits on the next possession and, and you know – and all for nothing, you know. And right. So, so right. Weddle essentially gets away with hitting the guy in the head, uh, which is against the rules, and and it doesn't, you know. There's nothing essentially levied. Big deal. Well, how so would they, you how would uh, you handle that play? How could you rewrite that rule? 
because it is after the play. Yeah. After the play, can there be a penalty? Now, let's imagine on that same play, uh, somebody had taken their helmet off and hit Tom Brady with it. Yeah. I mean, after, after the play. After the play is done. Like when he's on his way walking back to the to the bench. Yeah. How do you do you ret- how do you period? retroactively give them the ball back? You know, and, right. and where do you sit? Is, you know, at what point? I when see, he, there when should he, be a time period. When he's on the sideline, is it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Once yeah. everyone's off the field, the play is actually over. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. I mean, I don't know tricky. how how would you Yeah, how could you handle that play differently, do you think? Yeah. And it, and it was it was one that we hadn't seen and and uh, hey, by the way, Gridirons uh texted me yesterday. He wants to uh get in on an episode where uh, the three of us uh propose to the NFL our new overtime rules. Ooh, I like this. Can we do it? So, 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 well? so we so we need to think <laughs> Yeah, so we need we can hey we can get into all kinds of rules if we want to change. No, them, no, right? just, but, just those uh, two. It, I, yeah, I, I, brings I, I, up a good point. That, <laughs> yeah, good, good. Uh, so yeah, be thinking about that, and uh, maybe you know maybe Friday he'll be available. It depends what the weather's good. like if the, you know if he's on the golf course or not. But uh, maybe uh, and I, it got me thinking about this last night and reading reading on Twitter and a lot of suggestions from different people on that. It definitely is a hot hot topic yeah. uh, right now. And probably will be discussed in the off season, but uh, yeah, what what is the solution? Because as I was thinking through uh, some of the possibilities, uh, there are holes in a lot of them, right? You can yeah. poke holes in in just about anything you come up with. It's not perfect, right? I, it's really I hard have a good to come idea. up with. Maybe no one said. Has this been an idea that if the game is tied, like I think. I know soccer doesn't do it like this, but soccer does for every penalty, there's more time added to the clock at the end uh-huh. of the game, right? I think that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. one one of the great things about soccer, right? You're watching the game and you and and the, the clock <laughs> you have no is idea how much time. You left. have no idea when the game's gonna end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there's a definite drama that is, that is added to that. <laughs> It's weird. Yeah, I don't How understand conspiracy why theories that, conspiracy theories that could come out of that, right? Yeah, oh, of course. Well, so so I just wondered in all your reading did anyone propose the idea of adding time to the play clock uh during a time uh tied game. So like add 5 minutes or add 2 minutes or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't Was know. That something we'll anyone brought the, up? Well, we're going to save that for another episode, yeah. for sure. Because uh, I don't yeah, know. I've never one, even thought of this. Wanted, the wanted to plant the, seed, plant the seed so you can be thinking of uh, your possibilities. I'll be thinking of some, and, and Gridirons, obviously, he must already have some ideas he'd like to share. So uh, we'll, we'll get him on and, and go through that. But, uh, yeah. Man, oh, man. So, look yeah. at that. 30, min- 30 minutes. We actually talked sports today, so, so there's at least that. We did not get to the tight ends yet. Uh, but we're going to, you know, at, at, some, at, at some point we're just going to, you know, we're going to get on a roll. We're going to do tight ends one day. We're going to do wide receivers. We're going to do running backs and quarterbacks, uh, man. So Brady, before we get out of here, Brady was, uh, talking on his podcast yesterday and, and it, it's scaring me a little bit that he might be hanging it up from, from a fantasy perspective. And I got the thinking on my way home last night. So if Brady goes, I'm going to lose Gronk as well. Yep. Oh yeah. It's going to be a two for one on, on my insane dynasty team that if i lose brady i lose yeah. gronk well and then there's you may no as well way there's no say, way gronk's hanging around for the tampa bay rebuild no no not at all and you're also going to lose mike evans because who's the quarterback going to be i mean yeah. the the bucks have really put them in a place 
with no draft capital that I know of. Uh, I mean, the luck to be a Lamar Jackson, obviously that's what the Ravens did with their 32nd pick, I guess. But um, the, the likelihood that they can replace Brady through the draft is very slim and especially <laughs> yeah yeah this year maybe uh, so that aaron means rogers. maybe aaron rogers goes yeah there yeah there you go that would be cool i mean that would that would be cool but otherwise mike evans is done godwin if he stays is done we already know ab is done um that probably limits four nets like fantasy usage because that yeah. was 100 percent on break you mean a 26 um, year old running back yeah I mean, yeah. you know, he looks great, but he's going to be a 26-year-old running back. So, you know. But if there's no passing game, <laughs> yeah, he's really done because his only – his points are really just from ca- catching balls. Yeah. They're not from his running ability, I don't think. I don't feel he was over a 1,500-yard rusher. We'll we'll break that down when we get to the running backs one of these nice. days. But, but uh, Fournette's yeah. not even going to crack a list. Isn't that crazy? He's yeah. not going to be in your top 20 running backs, I don't think, would he? Has to, has, has to be, has to really? be, has really. Well, based really? on his finish this year, he's going to be he's going to be top ten this year. So, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know. That, that sounds like an episode right there. Does Fournette's value <laughs> is an episode? Well, well as, I mean, part, as part of the Fournette's... overall as part of the overall running back uh, landscape, right? I mean, we got to go through all these guys. I've got twenty four tight ends here for crying out loud and and you when yeah. when we're talking 24 tight ends we're getting deep i mean That's there, so are crazy. Some, yeah. there is some garbage at the bottom of this pile so well in a 10 person league or a 12 person league i think a top five tight end is attainable yes so you know whether it's somebody you got lucky with like maybe goddard or schultz or maybe it's someone who you already had like kelsey or andrews right that's not hard yeah. but in a in a ten person league, I Fournette. Was, I don't think Fournette was probably on any fantasy championship winning teams. I probably mean, he not. did score. probably not because he he got you there, but then he was hurt during the playoffs. So then, yeah, that, you know, any, anything you got from him during the regular season, uh, that you know, and and it probably actually he was probably pretty successful for you. Uh, in the regular season and may have gotten you to the playoffs, but then completely crapped you when he got hurt. So, yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, I do have to look at the numbers cause I haven't looked at Fournette like rushing numbers. I figure he just is a pass catching guy. This, at this point in his career, um, I do have to look at his rushing numbers. I would imagine he rushes for 50 yards a game. Maybe um, yeah. I know he's had the touchdowns. It was mostly touchdown dependent there at the end of the season um, or of our fantasy season, I should say week 13, 12, 14, somewhere in there. Um, but I would I would say he's 100% dependent on Tom. Yeah, that is an episode. But Brady's trickle down effect and Eric effect is going to really change the NFL landscape going forward. Big time, big, big time. time. And and think of think of this. And I, I heard this mentioned the other day. Look at the look at the 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 youth movement and the amazing young quarterbacks we have in the AFC. Yeah. And compare that to what we have in the NFC Ooh. and then subtract Brady and Rodgers. <laughs> well, this is the first we won't have Brady or Rodgers in an NFC championship. So yeah. that tells you right there. Yeah. They're the best. Right there. <laughs> They're the best. Yeah. And it's they not and it's best. not close. It's not yeah. close. I mean, it, no. are we talking Kyler Murray? Are we talking Dak Prescott? I mean, yeah. come on. That's not that's no Josh Allen. 
Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin no. Herbert. I mean, the, the list goes on Russell and on in the AFC. Said. Yeah, this makes Russell one of the top quarterbacks in the NFC. Yeah, if those guys retire for the moment, he may maybe maybe he's not even there. You know, maybe he's yeah. heading for the AFC. So, yeah, that's I don't true. know. Here's something. Here's something to chew on for tomorrow. Okay, for tomorrow, I'm gonna te- I'm gonna tease it. Right? Is it a tight so, end? No, no, I'm not even going to attempt it. I'm not even going to attempt the tight ends tomorrow because we're just going to fall ends. into it. If it happens, it happens. Hey, I have an idea. I have changed. It's funny. I have changed. Uh, I have it all in my in my notebook, and I we started out at episode four thirty six, and then it went to four forty one, and then it went to four forty four today, and now I'm going to change it again. I mean, I still have on the tight end sheet. I have Georgia thirty three, Alabama eighteen. That's hilarious. That's how long the tight ends have been hanging around. That's hilarious. Uh, but here's a tease for you. Here's a okay. tease for you. Uh, the front runners for the MVP, I think you would agree, are Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so tomorrow you have to make a case for why Cooper Cup shouldn't be the MVP of the NFL this year. Why he should or should not? Should not. Why he should because not. I I contend that I contend that Cooper yeah. Cup is the MVP of the NFL this year. Yeah. Period. I like that. Yeah. I can definitely make a case why he should not because there's like three other quarterbacks I would say should be besides those two you mentioned. So let's yeah. do it tomorrow. I like it. Do it. Let's get into it. All right. For the yeah. fantasy blink, we're wrapping it up on a Tuesday. <laughs> four no four head, four. No no head no headphones and all. And it nope. came out just fine. Hope Absolutely it sounds all right. Worked perfect. No problem at all. So for the Fantasy Blink, I am the commissioner. He is Clintus Maximus, and we are over and out. See ya!